Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Can I tell you very quickly why I'm such a huge fan of this song? And Smokey Robinson? I think you're gonna. Never mind. Tell me. Go ahead. So back in the day, and for those of you who are young, Sam, you cannot imagine what this world looked like. But back in the day when you were on an airplane, especially an international flight, you would get the little headsets from the stewardesses, and you would be give, you would plug it into your little hand rest. <laughs> yes. And you would have a handful of channels that you could choose from. Classical music, jazz, country, and pop. And that was basically it. Back when they cared about their passengers. And what they would do is you would only get one album per channel. And it would just play in a loop. So if you were on an eight-hour flight like I was... Coming back to the United States from somewhere I had lived that I don't talk about. Right. It was Smokey Robinson's One Heartbeat album that they featured on the <laughs> pop channel. I listened to it nine times. Wow. Did you fall asleep during it? I did. Yes. And that was one of his bigger hits. Yep. It'll put you to sleep. It will. That's for sure. It'll Night- rock you to sleep. Nighty night. Just to see her again. Okay. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's right. a jam, <laughs> total jam. It is. A, I think Will Starrett would say it's a jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, an out of control bus sized satellite is expected to hurtle through Earth's atmosphere on Wednesday morning. Oh, great. After spending nearly three decades in space observing the planet, the European Space Agency's now defunct 5,000 pound ERS 2 is expected to break into pieces. It will disintegrate upon arrival. So why tell us how big it is? Uh, any remaining fragments that do make it through the atmosphere will kill will, you. Will, <laughs> will, well, one slip through again. There goes Marge. <laughs> uh, it's expected to fall into the ocean. The risks associated with the satellite reentry is very low, say officials. Mm-hmm. I do love the constant use of vehicles to try to describe the size of something. What kind of bus are we talking about? It's a big one. Double-decker? It's loaded. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, but Dana thinks he's an international superstar. He's regionally known, and that's about it. Uh, Jacques Vaughn was fired by the Brooklyn Nets overnight following the All-Star break. Uh, the Nets say an interim coach will be named soon. Did anybody happen to catch the score of that All-Star game? No. So... 400 to 402. I, I'm just not an it NBA person. I've tried. 213 to 180 something. Yeah. It's 
just not my thing. David Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, just went up to the podium and he said, well, here's your trophy. He did not want a 200-point game. He wanted the All-Star game to be competitive. Can we get past this? They don't play defense anymore. Yeah, the same problem just, with the NFL. Just, just uh, go to the three-point shot, Pearl. go to the slam dunk, and let's call it a day. Uh, speaking of KU basketball. They play tonight, don't they? I believe they do. Sam, will you check? Um, Scott Pollard, who came of age when you and I were in college. Dan God, I, I loved watching him play. He was so great. Uh, Scott Pollard has a new heart. Got a new heart on February 16th. And this is a discussion that, that I think needs to be had on this show regarding organ donation. Uh, the wife of the former KU men's basketball player, Scott Pollard, her name is Dawn, announcing on Friday, February 16th, that he is receiving a heart transplant. Uh, the news came a week after he was admitted to Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee, wrote Don Pollard on social media. Scott wanted me to let everybody know that the pre-heart transplant hair is gone. <laughs> it's a go time. Him. It's go it's time. It's go time. So this happened. Scott mm-hmm. has a new heart. She said surgery went well, mm-hmm. and I've been told the heart is big, powerful, and is a perfect fit. Now on to the crucial part of recovery. Thank you for everyone for the continued prayers and support. But most of all, deepest thanks to our donor, our hero. What we didn't know leading up to this, Scott, was really how sick he was. It was bad. He lost his father to this same thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I was reading this, uh, kind of did a deep dive on this the other day. And because he is such an enormous human being, you can't just put any heart in his body. So He's he, seven feet tall, yeah, 260 pounds. He a very, very specific type, blood type, all of that, but also from a very, very large man. Mm-hmm. And all of that came together, thank God. I, I, I mentioned this to you during the break. Pollard's heart was beating an extra 10,000 beats a day. My God. Due to a genetic, a gen- genetic condition likely triggered by a virus that he contracted in 2021. He's seven feet tall, weighs 260 pounds. This created worries that his size would rule out most potential donors. He has received a heart. Uh, we are now on February 19th, so we're three days in. And um, by all accounts, everything is going well. Kansas takes on Texas at home on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Thought they were playing tonight? I am mistaken. Um, were we you there for the game where he got down on one knee and proposed to Don. I was not at that Oh, game. I was right there. I was right there, mm. and he about blew the roof off Allen Fieldhouse when he did it. I t- did I tell you my brother-in-law had a heart transplant about a year ago? I kind of remember you telling yeah. me that. Uh, I, I'm not going to say his name. I don't I don't want to no. cause him any trouble. Um, but well, What, did he steal it in a bathtub? Well, <laughs> we, bought, we, we bought it on the black market. If that's what you're asking. Some guy woke up in Vegas. No, in I just don't. I don't. With, I don't want to embarrass him. With a note that said, "Call paramedics." For being, for being he my woke brother. up with no heart. No, he had a. He's always had a heart. I don't want to embarrass him for being my brother-in-law. Uh, but anyway, I, I went to high school with him. We played football together, mm-hmm. and he went on to a very successful career in the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. Rose to the rank of sergeant. Uh, retired because of health reasons, because of his heart. And last year, it got so bad that he had to go in for a heart transplant. And they were waiting and waiting and waiting. And, you know, the, the, and, and I'm not married to Shonda anymore. He, he and I grew up together in Lansing. He married Shonda's sister. And that's why we're brothers-in-law. Yeah. Um, but I went to the hospital, and, and Sarah and I sat with him. And um, he was in the hospital for well over a month. And finally the heart came. 
and he is doing great. He is doing great. Now, did they give him a pager? Because you have to kind of be land to that thing in case you get yeah. the call. So I don't I don't know if he has a pager per se, but um, they got the call that we, we might have a heart get to the hospital. Yeah. And I mean, they they race to the hospital. K, KU, by the way. Incredible. Oh, my God. They're so, so good. How many people are currently waiting for life saving transplants nationally, Scott? There are more than one hundred thousand people Mm -hmm. awaiting transplantation even the largest football stadium in the united states could not fit the number of patients on the national transplant waiting list and here's why over in europe it is assumed when you die you are donating you have to opt out if you choose otherwise i like that idea in the united states you You have have to opt in Mm -hmm. for all of the obvious reasons and there are too many people that don't discuss it with their family or don't sign up on the registry. So in that critical moment, God forbid, you're you're on a motorcycle and you're not wearing a helmet. Now mom and stepdad are fighting with the siblings over whether or not you would have wanted to be an mm-hmm. organ donor when, you know, I've always said this, well, you can't take to, it with that's you. That's exactly right, Dana. You give the gift on your way out the door. You know, when, and this was before, I don't know if it was before necessarily, but uh, it wasn't commonplace. When, when my dad died in 1998, I remember being brought into a room. He was still on a ventilator. His body was still alive. His brain was dead. And we had to make the very difficult decision to take my dad off life support. But before we did, um, the doctor said, would you be willing to talk about organ donation? And I said to my mom, I said, I think we should. And so the Midwest or Mid-America transplant transplant, uh, organization came in. This is 3 o'clock in the morning. I haven't had any sleep. I'm tired. And they, they, you know, presented their case and they, they said, would you be willing to donate some of your father's organs? And I, I looked at my mom and I said, can I speak for the family? And she said, yes. And I said, anything you want, you, can, you can have it. And uh, he donated his heart, his um, corneas. corneas, thank you, um, kidneys, liver, everything. We received one letter months later from the person who received his heart, and I couldn't read it. My mom did. Now, see, they can reach out to you. You can't reach out to them. And we received a letter from the person who received my dad's heart, and I just couldn't read it. Um, Have you ever thought about going back and reading it? No. No. You're happy knowing you saved someone's life. Your father's selfless act saved someone's life. I didn't do it. He did it. Um, I'm comfortable with the fact that even in death, my dad saved life. So yes. it's the Midwest Transplant Network. Yes, that's right. Please go to DonateLifeKansas.com. DonateLifeKansas.com. It takes like a second uh, to sign up. Um, and then if people are like, well, we weren't really sure what they wanted, you will be in that database. DonateLifeKansas.com. Now, Missouri, unfortunately, this has always driven me nuts. They have two different ones. It's DonateLifeMissouri.org. So Missouri is org, Kansas is com. Just Google, how do I donate in Missouri or Kansas? And then sign up and then tell someone in your family. Well, you you can do it in, I don't know what how it works in Kansas, or in Missouri, beg your pardon, but in Kansas, when you go to get your yeah, driver's it's license, on your driver's license. They will ask you, do you want to be a donor? And they will just stamp your driver's license. But Scott, donor. you still have to make your wishes known to family. You can have anything Because you want. if someone with power of medical or power of legal comes in and says, nope, we're not doing it. That's unfortunately the way it goes. So 
tell someone in your family, this yep. is what I want, then sign up on all the ways that you can sign up. It's an important point that you bring up, and, and I'll say this because you just triggered a memory. Um, when we were in that room at 3 o'clock in the morning, my my grandmother, my dad's mother, outlived my father. Yeah. Okay, She, for religious reasons, was opposed to us donating any of his organs. We basically overrode And if you her. ask the religious leaders today, they will tell you, that there is nothing wrong with giving the gift of life on your way out this door. Of course there's not. It, it is so critically important. And why why we have to opt in well, instead of opt out. They don't have the problem we do with 100,000 people on the waiting list in Europe, I'll tell you that. Well, I, I think we do. I, I think We have the problem. Yeah. They don't oh, because oh, they're, opted, they're okay. all opted in. I see what you're saying. 913-586-7798. 586 Seven seven nine eight. Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Here on KMBZ. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, good news today for Scott Pollard. But keep in mind, and this bears repeating, that every time somebody who receives a transplant gets good news. Sadly, another family, yeah. and, and my family, it's their worst day. 25 years ago, was on the receiving end of the worst news that we could have ever imagined. Our patriarch died. and uh, But we donated my dad's organs, and other people, I pray, through his generosity, were able to survive. Scott Pollard, uh, former KU center, just received a heart transplant late last week. He was in dire need. As we were reading this story, his heart was beating 10,000 extra beats per day. God. Can you imagine the exhaustion that your body would feel? I'm trying to figure out what that would be. With 10,000 extra beats per day. Uh, Let's talk about the waiting list right now. For a kidney, it is five years. For a liver, 11 months. Heart is four months. Lung is average four months. Kidney and pancreas is a year and a half, and just a pancreas is two years. Uh, And you know this, if you're talking out west or on the east coast, the wait times are even worse. Now, it it sounds crazy, um, that number, 10,000. I did the math, and it's really only seven extra beats per minute. That's a lot. it's, it's, It's more than it should be, but let's say you're- And he's an athlete. A very conditioned one. Um, so let's say your heart's beating at 70. His is beating at 77. So it, it's, it, it but sounds... But every extra beat adds up. And it is not good for your body to be doing that. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, Carl in Kansas City. Hello, Carl. How you doing? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, on the other end of the uh, donor's family, um, I'm not sure if this is everywhere, but... Uh, we lost our son uh, seven years ago, I'm so and uh, his widow and uh, all of us were together waiting while he was on life support um, to decide when to, you know, shut him off like you had to your father. Um, and the donor people came in with the um, basically the presentation they gave us was that they would take him and uh, keep him on life support, and we're not able to tell us when they would take him off, and. We wanted, you know, the opportunity to be there, yeah. you know, hopefully praying for a miracle. Um, and so 
it was pretty awkward to be honest. And uh, we decided uh, his widow and talked after talking to us decided that we weren't going to go that route. He, um, you know, he had a couple issues, so there wasn't a lot, but there was some things. But it was just something that people might need well, to be prepared for on that end. Carl, it's it's a good point, and 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 let me do this for everybody. God forbid you end up having to deal with what we had to deal with. Um, so there really is no wrong answer, which is why while you are healthy and listening to this program, if you would like to donate, you make that decision. Yeah. You tell your family this is what I want to do, so they're not placed in a situation where you're trying to figure out during the, the moment of, of horrifying grief what to do. But, but I think what Carl was getting at, and it's, it's bringing back some memories I, had, I, I think I had repressed. Um, if, if you agree to donate your family member's organs and they're on life support, you get to go in and say goodbye. But you can't be in the room when they die because they have to be kept alive. And I use alive Correct. in air Correct. quotes. As they extract the organs, you don't want to be in there for that. They don't want you in there for that. Correct. So you go in, you say goodbye, that's it. You walk out. I remember we walked out at about 3.30 in the morning, and I think my dad officially died at 5 yeah. o'clock. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it works. Uh, Brian in Kansas City. Brian, hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey, I kind of wanted to give you the, the recipient's uh, perspective on these, you know. Please. It is for us, you know, for me, I received a heart almost six years ago. And, uh, you know, I was excited when I got the call. But at the same time, I felt really guilty when I got the call because I was excited <laughs> about somebody dying. And that, that, I, that was that's a struggle. Yeah. It's a struggle to deal with that. And, um, you know, but I, I resolved it with, you know, they they made the decision that you know this is what they wanted to do so you know <laughs> while while it's it's you know it's a blessing and it, you know it's a gift and i will forever be grateful I, i've written a couple of letters and never received a a response and and i understand um i do it's it's high time i write again just you know just you know I, I don't necessarily want to meet the family. If they're willing, that would be fine. But I'd like to know some information if it's possible or if they're willing. And that's that's all I would, you know. Brian, can I say something to you from somebody who's on the other side of that aisle? Absolutely. Please do not take a lack of a response as an insult. Please do oh, not. No. It, 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 we, we never, uh, the person who received my dad's heart reached out to us and we never responded. And it was not because we didn't care it was not because we weren't thrilled that somebody else lived on through our tragedy. It was just too hard to deal with. No, I, I fully understand that. And that's, that's why I say it's been almost six years and it's, it's high time that I write again, just, you know, to get, I, I've given them some more time to grieve and, yeah. and to, to, to recover. But even then I realized the percentages of people who actually get to hear from their donor, family is is pretty slim it's like five percent brian i'm so glad that you're doing okay and that you're doing the best moving forward with that gift truly thank you for calling in quick break telephone number is 913-586-7798 don't forget to check out the dana parks podcast available anytime you want anywhere you go just go to kmbz.com
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Listen, and I mean no disrespect to anybody who's waiting on hold. This topic is hitting way too close to home for me. And it's bringing up memories that I had long forgotten. Yep. The, the point of the conversation is we are thrilled that Scott Pollard has his heart. Please, please um, go to DonateLifeKansas.org or DonateLifeMissouri.com or the flip of that. Just Google it. Write down your wishes, let your family know, and we are moving on. i got to get off this topic. Uh, Listen to this from the FDA. A long-awaited drug to treat food allergies, including the big bad one, nuts, has gotten FDA approval and could, quote, redefine treatment. Hmm. The FDA today green-lighted a new drug that could be life-changing for those with severe food allergies. They call it Xolair or or Zentrex. And it was approved to help reduce severe allergic reactions to certain foods in adults and children over the age of one, including reducing the risk of, risk of uh, anaphylaxis that may occur with accidental exposure. However, the medication is not meant to be used during an allergic reaction. Like you, right now, you would have an EpiPen and you mm-hmm. would stab yourself. Sure. It's intended to be administered repeatedly every two to four weeks to reduce the risk of future reactions so it's, it's per- over it's, it's time. Per- it's preventive. Yes. But uh, you still can't consume the thing you're allergic to. It is. Well, but why? Then, wh- That's what's my, the, then what's, what's the, the point? point? Uh, on the Jake, off chance that you accidentally take a bite of something with peanuts in it, you're going to have less of a chance of having anaphylaxis. But the key word there is less of a chance or phrase. Because you could still have anaphylaxis, okay, so you still have to carry an EpiPen. If we can do all of these DNA things and go in now with AI and figure out where the strands are with the A and the G and the C and the T that cause all kinds of diseases, what? why can't we figure out how to just block the allergic reaction to peanuts? And when did that start? Do you ever remember having people with peanut allergies when we were in school? Okay. Because I swear right. to you, I did not. Okay, first of all, um, I'm going to try to answer all of your questions. There were several. <laughs> You have just opened up a Pandora's box that you cannot close. No is the answer to your last question. I do not recall at any point growing Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. when I was younger, in the 70s and 80s, those were my younger years, anybody telling me that they had an allergic, deathly reaction potentially to peanuts. No, I always no heard about bees. If you got a bee sting, when we were little, I remember going to school. Every with the once kid in a while, there was yeah. a kid who couldn't get stung by bees. Okay. Or it would be really bad. 
A study sponsored by the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases found that Solaire has helped some people tolerate foods that they are allergic to over time. It showed that compared to a placebo, a significantly higher proportion of patients as young as one uh, who were treated with Zolaire were able to withstand small amounts of peanut, milk, egg, and cashew without an allergic reaction. So to Wait. Sam's point, it's not gonna it's not gonna stop it. But if you are like incidentally exposed to it, like I don't know, you kiss some guy that just had a Reese's peanut butter cup, it lessens the event of death. Why are you laughing at me? You said compared to a placebo, so they really took people that they I knew were allergic to certain thing. things, and they were just like, "Hey, have some peanuts." Parents, man. we need a one-year-old. <laughs> And we're either going to give your child Solaire or we're not. Raise your hand, please. Don't all rush up here at once. The presence of a peanut allergy was well known before 1970, but it was not common. All right. Huh? Peanut. Did I mispronounce it? No, but Dana says peanuts. I said peanuts. It's peanuts. Peanuts. No. (laughs) Peanut. Oh, my God. Have I been mispronouncing that my entire life? It's not peanuts. Grab me some peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts. I always say peanuts. Peanuts. Peanut. I have been saying knit instead of nut. My entire life's been a lie. Thank you for noticing Peanut. that, Sam. Peanut. <laughs> I've noticed it in the past because every time she says it, I don't picture the that. What, you picture lice? No, it sounds like a different word. That's nits. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of, there is a story the we yeah. cannot talk about that I want to talk about about that that we cannot talk about. You're talking about Drake? Yes! Peanut. Can we talk about it? I, no, we can't talk about it. I don't it. think it would be a good idea. All right, we're not talking about it. He has a very it's all, we're just defined gonna leave, no. peanut. <laughs> there are pictures on the internet that sadly I had to look at. <laughs> In the name Had of research. To look at. Dana was telling me. She goes, look it up. <laughs> look it up. I go, I don't want to. Yep. Okay, moving on. All right. So then. next thing I know, I'm Googling Drake Peanut. and You will get results. We're going to yes, leave it at that. Yes, you will. I am very deficient in life. Yep. I have failed. Every woman that I've ever been with. A uh, story here from uh, St. Louis. After hearing from frustrated mechanics forced to work on vehicles with expired tags, listen to this. A floor scent lawmaker has a new proposal allowing repairs only on properly registered vehicles that would make it a law. Wait, say that again? You come into a body shop. You want an oil change. Okay. Maybe you need a tire fixed. Oh, my car's not running as well. I hear a noise in the engine. You have an expired temp tag? No service for you. Wow. I love it. That's an interesting idea. Uh, Says Representative Gretchen Bangert, Democrat, fluorescent. In our area, they don't even bother to get temporary tags. They just drive around without a license plate. Though her measure would currently bar repairs for any car with regular license plates that are expired, Bangert says she is going after temporary tag abuse as well. That's why I've heard from some of the mechanics in my area. They are frustrated that they're having to work on vehicles that have expired tags that are, you know, several years old or have absolutely no tag at all. Uh, Kevin Claspill, who used to work at Pit Crew Tire and Auto Service in Florissant, is one of the mechanics who spoke with Bankert, quoting here from Kevin. 
I get uncomfortable working on these cars because I feel like I'm contributing to a crime. If this car goes out and kills someone because I put a battery in it, am I an accomplice? Right. Well, that's a stretch. It is a bit of a stretch. I agree with you on that. Now, if you cut the brake lines, then yeah. <laughs> wow, Sam. You're wow. On, you, you are on fire today. Wow. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. I, I love this. Now, I, they talked about this on middays, and some of the complaints coming in from people who were mechanics or, you know, mechanics in the family were saying, well, we don't want to take the time to sit and check if it's registered or not. You just have to look at the back yeah, of the car. Exactly. Walk to the back of the car. Up to date? All right. Come on in. We're not asking you to enter into a database. Now, another complication could be like a, a pre-purchase inspection. So I've done that. I, You know, I, I only mean? buy used vehicles. And so I will, if I'm going to look at a car, I'll call mm-hmm. a mechanic nearby and I will set up a pre-purchase inspection. And so at that time, it could be some car that wasn't registered prior to me purchasing it. That would mm. be a complication there because they're going to say, well, it's not registered. We can't work on it. Well, I haven't bought it yet, so technically I can't register it yet. Have you seen the video of the mishap on stage during Is this Madonna? <laughs> Madonna's performance <laughs> of she, Open Your Heart? She fell out of the chair. So you guys know, like, in Flashdance or sometimes in, like, the Broadway smash hit Chicago, dancers will straddle a chair. It's very provocative. Backwards. It's very provocative. I don't know why I'm thinking about the musical Chicago, but there's a ton in, well, flash in dance Roxy, Flashdance, strippers. Madonna was trying to straddle the chair over the weekend in Seattle. She's 65. And... <laughs> Had to throw that one in there. I don't know that this has anything to do with age, but it didn't work. Picture the old chairs that we used to sit in at Pizza Hut in the 1970s and 80s. Mm -hmm. Okay? So padded seating with sort of a bizarre heart-shaped. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. uh, Wooden back. Back. With like three rungs in it. She goes to straddle that while singing, open your heart, I'll make you love me. And the entire chair with Madge goes toppling over. And someone sneered on Twitter that grandma is going to be sore in the morning. Well, she probably I, I applaud her at 65 for still giving it the old yeoman's try. One of her dancers was wearing a tattoo that said, no fear. Someone wrote, should we make it no fall? That chair is way too heavy for that door. <laughs> Oh, my God. Can I bore you guys for 30 seconds with a proud daddy moment? I just screamed in the studio, and I go, it's 4.52, and you're just now telling me this? Nothing boring about a proud dad moment. Oh, my gosh. Maya was at the house over the weekend. Uh, It was so good to have her back. And she leaves last night, and um, I know that her fly fly dates are on Monday, Wednesday, and I think Friday. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you going up tomorrow, even though it's a holiday? And she goes, yeah, I've got a flight tomorrow morning. I said, and I do this with her every time. I said, we just please call me when you get back on the ground. Yeah. She called me at 930 this morning. She's like, hey, Dad, I just want to let you know I'm back on the ground. I said, okay, great. Thank you. She goes, landed it on my own. Oh, my God. I go, what? What? It was a perfect 10. It was not. Oh. So she came. a little sideways, did we? No, she came in a little clunky on the first one. Okay. 
Um, and so the instructor, thank God there was somebody else in the plane yes. with her, for the love of God. Well, of course, yeah. But he let her land the plane on her own. She came in a little hot, okay, a little rough. And he said, take it back up. So she restarted the engine, yep. took it back. He goes, let's try that one again. They go back up. They circle the airport yep. out in Warrensburg. She comes in. She goes, Dad, on that second one, I nailed, nailed it. it. All right, so here's my Ooh, question. Remember back in the day when we were doing driver's ed at age 14 in the parking lot of our high school, and it was usually the wrestling or the football coach that did that over the summer, you would have your steering wheel like a normal driver, and then mm -hmm. on their side, they would have a brake and an emergency brake and then something else so that if something gets out of hand, they could brake and steer and do all those things. When you're learning how to fly a plane, do do you have that? Yes. So he can he can take over the My plane. My plane. If, if, if you're yes. going to kill the two of you, yes. <laughs> he can say, you know, I think I'm going to jump yeah. in here for a minute. So, but she said it's it's all. She, I did not know this. When you're when you're landing a small plane like that, a single engine plane, God. you don't come in with the engine hot. You turn the engine off. It's and, a controlled and you, crash every time. And, yeah, and yeah. you you glide in. Yeah, you crash onto your wheels. Yes. And I go, I go, wait, 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 wait. I said, so you're telling me that in the middle of the air, you turned the engine off? Well, as they're coming in, yeah. They all they say all landings are controlled crashes. And that, and that's what she said. She goes, she goes, Yeah, Dad, when when we're approaching the runway, I turned the engine off and I just glided in. So she goes, I hit I hit a little hard the first time. Okay. We're going down the runway, whatever. And and my instructor well, said, and my instructor said that was not good. Start the engine back up. We're going back up. And then how she's doing this three days a week until it just becomes natural. Natural. Well, in April, she goes up all by herself. Oh my god! I that's know. Too soon. I know. Let's look at June or September or 2027. I, I don't know. If we're gonna have time. The sooner the better. You got to get those flight hours in. I'm telling you. Uh, to your question, Dana, about the secondary set of controls, I believe all cockpits have two sets of controls. Oh. Yeah, that'd probably be true, wouldn't it? Yeah. Pilot, like, co-pilot. Yeah. Like in that movie yeah. where the guy has the heart attack, and they're like. We can do this, baby. We've we've gone through so much together. You can land this plane. <laughs> Worst movies I've ever seen in my entire what movie, life. What movie was that? I don't. It was with Dennis Quaid and the woman from Boogie Nights. I cannot remember her name. <laughs> it is one of the worst movies I have ever seen. But it's based on a true story of the pilot actually having a heart attack and dying ten minutes into a flight. Good times. Um, needless to say. Uh, every day of my week yeah. is heart stopping. Yep. Yeah, that's Text a weird transition. Text me when you're on the ground. Text me when you're on the ground. <laughs> no, I would just constantly like, text me. That, that's this all is I do. way different. That's Wait, all I do. What does Life 360 do with her when she's up in the air? But Life 360's like, we don't know what the hell's going on. Do you on. think I'm looking? I don't want to know. Wait, Life 360 doesn't have altitude. I don't know. Does it? I've never had a kid in an airplane well, flying it. If she's moving and there's no road, I'm assuming she's in the air. I feel like Life 360's like, uh, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> She is elevated. She is gliding over roads that don't exist. <laughs> Cars don't even go that fast. Oh, oh, I have a run, do not walk. Oh. I have a run, do not walk. Okay. When we get back. All right. Obviously, because we got to get to break. Also, uh, a, a recent run, do not walk, the the night, the greatest night in pop. We, talk, we told you about yeah. the We Are the World. Uh, new story out today on CNN. The one star Lionel Richie wished he had asked to participate and did not.
Mm. and who took her place. We'll get to that in just a moment here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 